Hey everyone and welcome back to 2023. I know I am starting a little bit late this year, later than all of you who are back in the classroom already, but I've been super busy over the last few weeks. I ran the Effective Teaching Conference, the very first conference that is that I've I've run. I've had some fantastic teachers. In fact, this episode, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about some of the key things that I learned throughout this conference. There's probably a thousand of them. I've just tried to pick out a couple. Uh, but I absolutely loved it. If you want to go and check out what I'm talking about, if you missed it or you didn't get to watch any of the um, the stuff live and when you signed up or whatever, you can still purchase access to the, the recordings. Uh, just head over to teacherspd.net slash conference and it'll have all the information there about who was involved, who presented, what they presented on, and we'll also have a button there that you can click to get access to the recordings from that conference. But that conference, I'm going to say, it was absolutely amazing to me. When I sat down last year and sent out my first couple of emails to a few presenters to find out if they would be willing to present, you know, all the presenters came and presented for free so that I could keep the price as cheap as possible. And it was absolutely fantastic. So we had some of the biggest names that I know of in education. We had John Hattie, uh, who, you know, if you don't know about John Hattie and his effect sizes, uh, he's one of the bigger influences on education around the world. Some will say for good, some will say for bad. Uh, but when you actually talk to Hattie, he actually has a really good understanding of all that uh, and intertwining it all. And he, he gets how it all works in reality as well as you know, how people are um, applying things that he talks about incorrectly and all that kind of stuff. Um, we had John Lama come, who was one of the founders of you know, the Buck Institute or uh, PBL Works, I think it's what it might be called now, had Jay McTyre come and talk about you know, deeper learning and helping our students do that. And he's the guy who wrote Understanding by Design with Grant Wiggins, a fantastic book. And I actually, it's on my must reads for anyone who is a teacher. Uh, if you have not read Understanding by Design, I will highly encourage you to go and get that book and to spend some time reading through it. It is a fantastic book that will really help set you up for really quality teaching for the rest of your career. Uh, we also had Susie Boss, who was part of um, the gold standard for PBL stuff. Had Casey Bell, who is like the guru on all things like Google and education. Had so many others. There are, I don't want to list all of them because that would be a pretty boring episode. But there were some amazing presenters. And it was just fantastic to be able to sit in on each of these sessions to see the chat going off um, as the people who attended live were just asking questions and helping each other and sharing resources. It was absolutely amazing. I love being part of a community that is like this. So some of the things that I absolutely loved, I'm just going to share maybe five key t things that I learned from this conference. Number one, it was on day one, Jen Giffen, Jen Giffen, I think it's Giffen, uh, gave us a presentation on Sketchnoting 101. And I've always been interested in sketchnoting. I've always found it fascinating from the outside. But to sit down and listen to her and to actually do some sketchnoting with her uh, throughout that session was absolutely amazing. And to hear her talk about the science behind it as well and how, you know, by putting images with the words and, you know, you kind of put them close together and stuff like that, it actually helps us and helps our students to remember what they're learning. And so as we're reading books or as we're listening to presenters or listening to podcasts or watching videos, whatever you're doing, 
creating a sketch note is actually a really fantastic way for you to solidify things in your memory that you want to recall later. And so she was amazing. And I was amazed to see how easy it was to create a sketch note because it doesn't have to be a great drawing. It's not about the art. It's about the notes. And for it to be about the notes and to create a really cool little sketch that just captures things and has words with it, I think is is amazing. It, it really helps with remembering what you've been learning. Now, day one was amazing. We had a few other really great presenters as well. Uh, I I loved the stuff on AI. It might be because I'm a bit of a tech geek, but I loved learning about ChatGPT. I then played with it all week and used it in my session that I ran at the end of the week. Uh, ChatGPT and other AI systems. You know, I know that generally for educators, they can be quite scary uh, with seeing you know students use these things for their assessments and all that kind of stuff as they submit things. But for me, I also see them as a fantastic opportunity for us as teachers to be able to save some time by using these kinds of tools ourselves uh, and also for us to come up with some really creative strategies, creative ideas for what we're doing in our classrooms as well. So I know that you might be scared about, but please, I would encourage you to go and play with ChatGPT. Uh, on day two, I absolutely loved learning about the superpowers of feedback with Kelly Bell. Kelly is a great friend of mine. We have been chatting to each other for years now as educators, sharing resources with each other and learning from each other. She has just some absolutely amazing strategies that she uses for providing feedback. She's got a simple you know, three-step process of you know, helping your student to see what they're doing well, what they can improve, but actually having the students then identify what they're going to do to improve what they what they submitted to you for next time. And yeah, she is absolutely amazing. We also had Brendan Lee, another good friend of mine. Uh, he spoke about explicit instruction, what that is and why you really need to be using explicit instruction in your classroom for you to be effective. And it's funny because I talked with Brendan and then also have people like John Lama and Susie Boss who are like experts in PBL and Jay McTighe is all about uh, deeper understanding and understanding by design. And all of them actually have a level of explicit instruction through everything that they do. So PBL, inquiry-based learning, most types of learning have some form of explicit instruction when they are effective. And so Brendan was fantastic just to kind of talk about the science behind explicit instruction and how it links with cognitive psychology and he was he was really fantastic, and I love I love cognitive psychology. I love learning about how students learn, how we learn, and then leveraging that in the classroom and really explicit instruction. Because explicit instruction isn't just standing at the front and presenting; it's actually about you know uh, you explicitly teach something, but you're also checking for understanding the whole way through. Uh, there's lots and lots of formative assessments that are happening and differentiation that's going to happen throughout it, and it, it's actually really really good to be using with any kind of approach, like overall approach that you also are using in your classroom. Day three, day three, probably my biggest take, because I love productivity, I love effectiveness, I really enjoyed listening to Jeff Bradbury. Jeff is an American educator. He's a he's a coach of a bunch of other teachers in his area. And he showed us a, I guess it's a website, a software type thing, called Notion and it just it was amazing to see how he uses that to organize and structure things and it was just beautiful. So if you if you've never heard of Notion like me, I hadn't heard of it before he presented, 
go and check it out. Uh, just search for Notion and education stuff and it, it, it'll come up. It is an amazing tool that we can use in our classrooms. And yeah, it was, it was really good to learn about that from him. On day four, day four, since it's a five day conference, right? <laughs> uh, but with three or four presenters each day. But on day four, I mean, Hattie spoke, which was great. He was talking about uh, how we can set up career pathways for excellent teachers. So, you know, he wasn't talking about effect sizes. He's talking about how we can actually help really good teachers, you know, be in the classroom, but also have a career pathway in that where they're getting better pay rises and we're using them to help create other really good teachers, not pulling them out to do more admin work. Uh, so that was that was good to listen to, to Hattie about that. But my particular thing that I loved learning about was John Bergman came and he spoke about flipped mastery. I have loved flipped learning for a long time. I remember when I first met John Bergman out in Adelaide at a FlipCon, so flipped learning conference, and it was so good to learn from him and his books and the flipped mastery approach. I've used it quite a few times in my teaching. That's generally the way that I do teach when I am in the classrooms for the last probably 10 years. And I, I love it. It's, it's fantastic. But he was just going into more detail about his system of how he sets it up, how he has his flipped learning videos that the kids are watching at home, how he sets up multiple different types of assessment that the kids can do to show their competency, right, or mastery before they're allowed to move on to the next thing. But he also helped with the idea. So something that was for me, I often have done, like I've done this kind of approach before and I found that often I have students, they get further and further apart, but he actually sets up this kind of baseline speed that kids need to be moving along with so that kids don't get to the end and, and don't have anything. And there's a base level of understanding. So there's he actually sets up three different levels of understanding so that students, once they get the base, they can move on. But if they want to try again to get a higher level of understanding, then he encourages them to do that so they actually can move along at a deeper level of understanding, not just the basis. But if you get the basis, you can move on, which means those students who uh, might be lacking in motivation or something like that, uh, they can still get through what we need to be making sure we're getting through. As educators in your state, I'm sure your most countries are very similar in the sense that they dictate, you have to teach this, you've got to teach it a certain amount of time. Uh, and he's managed to find a balance between that with his approach to flipped mastery learning. And so that was fantastic to learn from John. Uh, really, really, it's always fun to learn from John. He even had some of his students come and talk about uh, the flip mastery approach and what they liked about it, what it was and that kind of stuff. Absolutely fantastic. On day five, the last day of the conference, uh, it was the day I presented, but I'm not going to talk about what I presented. I was just reducing teachers' workload. There's plenty of stuff in this, um, in the podcast or on this YouTube channel if you're watching it. Uh, that's about that. If you don't have my book, you can go grab my book about that. I'm just presenting some strategies from my book as well. Uh, so if you don't have a copy of that, you can go and get one at teacherspd.net slash free. WLTM for Work Less, Teach More. You'll land on a page and you can uh, basically get it for free. Just pay for postage. If you can't remember that, just go to teacherspd.net and it's on there as well. You just click a button and it'll take you to where you can purchase that at or purchase it, pay for postage. <laughs> on day five, I had Alice Kim, who is a researcher in cognitive psychology, uh, and she was just talking about applying the science of learning, applying you know, cognitive stuff 
to how we actually teach our students in our classroom. She talked about spaced review uh, and so how we should be spacing out. Um, uh, we talk about review, but it's about, about the students actually recalling information that they've learned previously. And if they can't remember it all, then they kind of review it a bit and learn it. And then again, they'll do that and spacing that out so that we're not teaching something at one point and then not addressing it again until exams or something like that. But we're actually purposely setting out times when we're going to review information that was learned earlier so that the students don't forget it, basically. Uh, so she talked a lot about that, she talked about explicit connections that we can build for our students between what they currently know and what is the new knowledge and making sure those connections are really clear. She talks a little bit about how you know text and next to images, kind of like what happened in sketchnoting works. And it was amazing. Overall, the five days of learning were absolutely amazing. And I've spoken to nearly all of these presenters previously. Most of them have been on the, the podcast or on a YouTube video with me uh, and we're chatting about stuff. And they, they are all amazing educators. They all have fantastic levels of knowledge that they are applying into the classrooms. And it was, it was so joyful to sit down and learn from all that. And I just wanted to share with you guys that, like what was some of the key things I learned. And there was so much, like there was so much learning that happened. I, I can't go into all the detail from all the sessions. Like that's why it was a week long conference. But, uh, yeah, I just really wanted to encourage you. If you missed all of that, you can come and get access to the recordings for that. Just go to teacherspd.net slash conference and you can see all the information there. But guys, Welcome back to 2023. I'm excited. I think 2023 is going to be the best year ever uh, for education. I think it's going to be a year that continues to improve. I hope it's the best year for you as a teacher in your classroom, that you actually have a fantastic year doing what you do, having huge impacts on the students in your classrooms and just setting them up for life, not not just at school, but beyond school, right? We're all about helping our te- our students with the realities of life, not just with education. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming back. This is 2023. I cannot wait to dive into more learning with you throughout this year as I do this week by week. Make sure you come back and join me. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button uh, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Uh, I think I might be interviewing someone next week. So come back and join me then as I going to be talking about motivation actually with a guy called John Berg. So come and join me for that um, and have a fantastic day.